buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 61. Today we're going to chat with Skylar Stewart and Andy Martinez from Cobalt Kinetics. Balthazar wants the perfect Halloween costume, and we'll talk about Iraq veteran 8888. I got to say, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I totally interrupted you. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go <laughs> ahead. Apparently, yeah, fuck me, right? Uh, these, uh, <laughs> I got to say that these prank calls make me feel really uncomfortable when I have to do that voice. Okay. I don't That's like great. It. Are you done? Because we're not going to play the prank call just yet. So <laughs> if we could do without that intro, that'd be uh, great. I don't know. All right. Well, today's panel is Sean Heron, who uh, seems to interrupt already. You know, it's... I learned from the best. Okay. And then I'm Ava Flinnell. <laughs> this show's off to a great start. Boy, that how those prank calls make me feel so, so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something that doesn't make us feel uncomfortable... Manicore Arms. Yep, absolutely love them. Didn't, did you just see that there was a sale going on? Yeah, so I was just looking at their website and I noticed that like everything's on sale and they're like really well priced. Like the transformer rails right now, like one twenty to one thirty something. Yeah, and I because I was just talking to somebody, they were like, "Oh, I'm thinking about buying one." And I was like, "You absolutely should because literally you can change out the panels and I mean it's pretty much everything you need in a handguard." But right now, yeah, they're 124 to 132, depending on the size. Yeah. Actually, no, the nine inches, 108. Very nice. But on top of that, if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you'll also get 15% off. All right. So go check it out, manicorearms.com. They are by far my favorite handguards. Uh, light, inexpensive, basically, basically future proof. I know some people don't like it when I say that, but. I feel like they are. So anyway, go check them out. Uh, let's get into the show. Learn the things you never knew on deconstructing the industry. As Ava mentioned, we're talking to Skylar Stewart and Andy Martinez from Cobalt Kinetics. Uh, guys, whoever wants to take it, why don't you tell us what Cobalt Kinetics is, what you do there and all that good stuff. Yeah, so we started in 2014. We were really looking for, we like the AR-15 market. We're all gun guys and fans. Um, I myself was looking for a premium AR-15 that just came ready to go right out of the box. You know, we were, I wasn't ever one to take a lot of parts, put them together. I know that's a big factor in the AR-15 market. We had premium pistols, shotguns, rifles, and we set out to build a truly out of the box ready to go good good as it gets ar-15 so we got a group of people together a real diverse group of people we wanted to bring in people from different industries so we could get a fresh look at it and our number one thing was just innovate i mean the ar-15 hasn't changed a whole lot you know since the 60s and uh, we saw a lot of kind of token changes colors and slow evolution but we wanted to make things different we wanted to make them the tighter tolerances. We didn't want them to rattle around. And so we set out to just make a better AR-15. And what was the intended purpose for the, the AR-15s? You said kind of out of the box, ready to go. Is that just like all around everything universally? Yeah, just depending on the application. So like our competition rifles, you you can take them out of the box. 
and you can rock and roll. The, you know, the long range precision stuff, put an optic on it and you're ready to rock and roll. So whatever the application is for the model, we try to make it to where you don't have to buy the rifle and then spend another, you know, two, three grand at the gun store, just getting it up to par. So that's really our big focus is just making it as good as it can be right out of the box. And what is it that you guys do? What are your titles there? Uh, I'm the vice president. And what about Andy? (laughs) That is a very, very fluid uh, thing. It kind of depends on the day. I'm a variable troubleshooter. I kind of do a lot of different things. I'm one of the designers of our buffer system. Uh, I do some of the CNC machining. I do assembly sales. I do a lot of the uh, outreach stuff, customer service. Uh, I do a lot, wear a lot of different hats. Okay, cool. Nice. Skylar, you're just going to let him one up you like that? You're I like, know. Skylar's like, I'm, I'm VP. VP. And then Andy's like, well, I do this and that. And I think it's it enough said. Um, <laughs> no, Andy it. really is great. He's uh, He actually comes from the bike industry, the pedal bike industry, and he's really mechanically minded. And uh, he's great at inventing new ways of doing things. He pulls in his expertise from that industry that has a lot of you know, mechanical advancements going on all the time. If anyone's ridden a mountain bike recently compared to what they were 10, 20 years ago, he brings that same mindset in to what we're doing with the rifles. Definitely. So how many guys did you get together and what were kind of their backgrounds in order to create these rifles? So we brought in kind of an all-around guy with an engineering mind, an older dude that's just been there, done that in the drilling industry. He had a machine shop. He was involved in a lot of just he was the guy in our town that if you had a crazy project you'd go see him and he would magically come up with a way to make it he was a maker and a thinker and then old school uh, renaissance man yeah yeah nice great and then uh our design guy actually hadn't shot a gun until he came here which was great we wanted someone that wasn't tainted Mm -hmm. you know so we got him up to speed on just how the ar-15 works but we try not to restrict his designs in the initial phase. So it's like, Hey, draw something cool and we'll make it function after you get it drawing. And so he, uh, he gives us a real good, fresh perspective on what we're doing. That's why you can see our rifles look different just on the wall. Mm -hmm. You can tell they're different and, uh, bringing someone in that isn't just used to the same old, same old, I think helped us a lot. Yeah. And you guys are actually, I mean, you're known for extremely interesting aesthetics, but it's one of the things that we notice anytime that we, we shoot one of your rifles. So obviously bringing someone in who wasn't, as you put it, tainted by the industry, uh, expand on that just a little bit. What, what do you mean by that? So for example, we didn't offer black guns for the first two years. We, if we, if a customer insisted, we would do it reluctantly, but we didn't offer black. This guy, he's got a, you know, design background and he did industrial design. So he had a whole bunch of other mechanical things he was doing and he's not used to just the tactical Tommy black gun. He, he didn't know enough about ARs to know what had been done for so long that people just took for granted and that thought that it needed to be that way. He took an abs, took a step back, had no idea. And he would ask, well, why can't this be this way? And why can't we put this here? And why does this thing even need to be on the gun? And so it helped us a lot to think, well, maybe that doesn't need to be on the gun. Why can't we make our parts tight enough tolerance to where they're not rattling around? It doesn't 
a lot of our, our complete rifles aren't necessarily modular like the AR-15. Mm-hmm. The last one that we actually saw, the grip seemed to be a part of the lower receiver almost because it was such incredibly tight tolerances and just, I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. And I mean, you, I can tell that you guys put a lot of effort into that. Uh, Andy, talk about some of the features that you guys have kind of brought in that might not be seen at other places in the industry. The first thing that we came out with was a dual drop, and that's uh, like the initial thing that we were known for. And that came about actually from uh, Mikey, the gentleman we was talking about that's uh, the uh, Renaissance man. Uh-huh. Mikey wasn't that familiar with firearms either. So we took a, a fusion of people. We have people that have worked with rifles professionally, like um, our Steve Wombold, who was in the military for 22 years. We have our uh, our president, who was Las Vegas Metro. Uh, he's a retired lieutenant from there. And then, of course, uh, Skyler, who's a gun enthusiast. And then you took some people with a fresh perspective like uh, Cliff, our art guy, and then Mikey. And you kind of put them together in a room and kind of made stuff happen. And one of those things that came about was a dual drop. And uh, from what I understand, they were showing Mikey like the manual of arms. Okay, here's a pistol. This is a you know standard semi-automatic pistol. This is the manual of arms. You know, Put the magazine in, drop the slide with your thumb, you're good to go. And then they went on to show them an AR-15 and what they're looking to start branching off into. Like, hey, this is an AR-15. Here's your manual of, manual of arms. You know, locks back, slot your mag in, drop your bolt, and then you're good to go. And he just kind of sat there and asked, well, why don't you do that with your thumb like you do the pistol? And kind of light bulbs went off, right? Well, why don't you? <laughs> right. And so we came out with that dual forward assist, which uh, kind of throws people for a loop because they're like, oh, why do you need a forward assist in the first place? Uh, but we kind of added an extra function to ours. It still operates as a forward assist, but it also drops the bolt. Uh, so you maintain more control over the rifle when you're reloading. And it's fast. It, it's discernibly faster. And then uh, slowly thereafter, we came out with a car system, which is was kind of an eye-opener at SHOT Show for a lot of people. Um, that's a system that um, on the last round fired when the uh, bolt locked back, it drops a magazine. And then when you insert a fresh magazine, it automatically drops a bolt. Uh, so you're literally just stuffing mags and running and gunning with the buffer system is one of those things that we came out with that's uh, quite a bit different than the rest of the fair that's out there right now. Uh, it has a lot more technology kind of thrown at it or, you know, new technology. It actually helps make the rifle run more efficiently. It's not just like a smoother, quieter buffer. It actually changes how the bolt carrier group moves inside the receiver set. Trying to think our pro break. Um, you know, there's a lot of different breaks out there. Ours has been, you know, proven to be highly effective. And uh, we got some other stuff in the works too coming out here in the near future. What positive and negative responses have you received from uh, like your more unique features? Uh, you're usual. Anytime you come out with anything new, you're going to get a lot of naysayers. You're going to get a lot of people that are, you know, the gun industry is very dogmatic and very entrenched sometimes. And so you got those people who are just like resistant to change. So we have had a lot of people, you know, talking about the dual drop and how like it's dumb to have two forward assists. And, and we even posted a video about us showing how the dual drop worked. And someone said, Oh, they hit it on the opposite side. It's fake. <laughs> no, it's <this laughs> a proven system. What I can tell you, being the guy who's gone to numerous shows and range events and, uh, you know, media day and just kind of uh, traveled a lot and been there at the range with people uh, showing them the firearms that 
I can't think of a single instance where someone who's worked with a rifle professionally hasn't seen the benefit of it and liked it. I've had people tell me genuinely, like, why, why wasn't this here to begin with? Or, you know, if you have a, a left-handed veteran, he's like, I, I needed this, <laughs> like, downrange. This is so much easier and quicker than kind of doing the weird Roman reach because it is uh, ambidextrous as well. Definitely. Oh, what have, what are the biggest challenges been to bringing new ideas to the market? Uh, just kind of breaking people out of that mindset of like, you know, embrace something new, something different and kind of really understand the benefits of it and just see that it's, it's, we're genuinely trying to add something that, that helps. Cause we are trying to, you know, innovate. We are trying to make something, you know, uh, not completely reinvent the wheel, but just, just make it just a little bit better. And we're constantly trying to rethink and do that. We're very, we're not complacent at all. Our machine work, everything. We're constantly, we're, we're our own worst critics. And so we're always trying to like push the envelope that way. And so getting people to kind of like understand that and see that we're, you know, really pushing in that direction. So I don't think you mentioned this, but how long has the company been around? We started in 2014. Okay. 2014. And how long did it yeah. take before you guys actually had a gun that worked like on the table? So we uh, put in for the shot a shot show booth, and they called us two months before shot show and said, "Hey, guess what? We have a booth for you." And we were just slowly <laughs> taking our time getting everything ready, and we went into I mean, 24 hours a day just living at the shop, getting everything ready. So, shot show 2015. Is when we really had stuff ready for the market. Wow. Very cool. Skylar, who's your target consumer, really? The customer that just wants to walk into a gun shop and buy the best. No questions asked. Like, that is the best gun. You know, without having to modify anything or have a gunsmith get to it right after you buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's, One of, Oh, go ahead. Oh, you were talking about uh, some of the criticisms we have. One of the funniest ones we've had was... All of our stuff is billet, and we wanted to highlight that, so we hand-polished this whole uh, edge rifle of ours up. (laughs) And as soon as we put it on Instagram, we had guys saying, well, way to give away your sniper position. It's like, that's (laughs) not what this is for. Okay, idiot. (laughs) I mean, there's just so many people so entrenched, you know, in just the military aspects of it. And and the AR-15 is such a versatile gun that it can do so many different things from competition to long range to close quarter combat to pistol calibers i mean it's so diverse it doesn't really fit into one category yeah definitely so what guns have you guys designed so far we have quite a few um (laughs) we started with the edge and it's really still our bread and butter rifle we had that in a fixed stock and a carbine setup that was the first one we came out with and then we got into we wanted to show off our capabilities so we got into the competition world and we came out with the team rifle and also the evolve which was basically just the pinnacle of competition guns the fastest the best and then from there we got into some more tactical rifles our eclipse our uh, recon and from there we went to the we had so much, so many requests for a large frame rifle that we got into our XL platform that we released at uh, January of last year. In the you know 308, 65 Creedmoor, 260 Remington, anything that fits in there, we can really hit the long range targets. And uh, then we released our 27 line, has been our most recent one. 
And we just recently shot that one. And I got to say, I was really surprised. Like I was thinking, okay, it's going to feel awkward. I don't know if I'm going to love it. And I like the minute I shot it, you were with me, Sean, like I was really surprised by like just how well balanced it was. Very little recoil. Like it shot really well. That I think actually, I got to say, that's probably my favorite gun that you guys have sent me to try out. That's great. We get that a lot. Yeah. Looking at it through a traditional rifle lens rather than an AR-15 lens makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. It looks kind of awkward as an AR-15, but as a traditional rifle, if you're used to that, those ergonomics, it it feels fantastic. And then you get the versatility of the AR-15 components in it. We love it. It's been really well received. Yeah. I loved it too. Let's talk price points for a minute. I mean, you mentioned that, uh, that really you, your target consumer is the guy who just wants the best out of the box. And that comes with a price. So kind of where do you guys fall in that? We have, I mean, we have a broad range. We've opened up, we have like our, we have stages in our guns. Our stage one is really designed for someone who does want to modify. It'll come with like GI trigger and uh, non-ambi components just so that the person that wants a specific trigger that's maybe not in the one we offer, they're not paying for a premium trigger and then upgrading it. Mm-hmm. But our stage twos and stage threes, we can go anywhere from we're anywhere from like two thousand dollars up to you know fifty five hundred dollars retail without getting into custom work. Okay, so let's and go. It's, go ahead. I was going to say with with our with our rifles, the thing you're getting is uh you know you can start out with like kind of a basic house, and then your stages are getting better furniture with the house, but you can always upgrade the furniture later. But even on the entry level models, one of the things people don't know about our rifles is that our receivers are hand fit. We cherry pick them to make sure that the upper and lower are the best fit possible. And we actually laser engrave the upper with the serial number of the lower so that they stay a a mated pair throughout the rest of the manufacturing process. So you're still getting that just awesome base um, to start building a really fantastic rifle uh, when you get into our entry-level models and our receiver sets. And then you just kind of run run with it from there. Yeah, like I saw the Build Your Own BAMF. That kit starts at like 989 and lets you add to it. Yeah, and that gets the real core cobalt kinetic components, our rock-solid receiver sets, handguard that goes with it, billet grip, and the dual-drop mechanism is in there. So the only way to really get the dual-drop mechanism is to get our receiver sets. And our handguard just pairs with it so well, we decided to to make that kit. I, I The the thing that I'm, like, obsessed about is that, that uh, pro billet grip, just, like, the way it kind of blends in together and just felt like it was all part of everything. I don't know why... I'm like, I'm looking at this, the 27 rifle that, that is awesome in almost every single way, like that I could possibly want or imagine. And it's beautiful. And I'm just like fixated on the grip, like just the way that it's fit. And you can tell right there that everything else is going to be hand fit just as well. Because I mean, it's like there, it's almost seamless. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just impressive that something so basic like the grip, which so many people shoot like A2 grips that when you see such time, attention and, and design aesthetic put into something like so basic that the rest of the rifle is going to run like a sewing machine. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we put a lot of a lot of heart and a lot of effort into that. And I'll uh, I'll tell Casey, the guy running the machines, that he thinks so. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a good job. I'm like, man, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I was like fixated. Well, on it. initially we thought it was just one piece when yeah. we saw a picture Everywhere of it real does. quick, and I was yep. like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> It happens a lot. I hand the rifle to someone like, oh, it's all one piece. It's like, actually, no, here are the seams, here, here, here. Yep. Yeah. What? So let's go back to the Cobalt 27. So initially, when you guys made it, you did not have the intentions for it to be state compliant. It was kind of an afterthought, That's correct? Tr- 
Yep, that is correct. Um, so basically, the the original uh, drawing by Cliff, uh, the sock was enclosed. It was all one piece. It looked cool as shit. And then during a meeting, we're just kind of like thinking about the direction of going with this rifle. You know, we're looking for something very compact, uh, low profile, so fitness scabbard, you know, something great for hunting. Your manual of arms is the same as your AR. So, you know, transitioning is easy, easy to work on, easy to clean, robust. You know, you're not having to bet a, you know, bet an action or pillar an action to get accuracy out of it and then worry about, you know, if you drop it, you're going to lose that. Um, you get that robustness from the AR interchangeability of components if someone wants to change a caliber work on it themselves it's you know you, you minimal tooling to do that and so we wanted to bring that but have a more traditional rifle feel uh the ergonomics and also there's a lot of states that don't allow uh hunting with ARs and so it not having the pistol grip all of a sudden it's not an AR anymore and uh one of the gentlemen here Dave Lake his brother owns a gun store in California and so he just mentions like hey if we omit a section of the stock uh suddenly it opens up a world of compliance for California and a couple other states and uh we just like okay cool back to the drawing board open that up and let's uh see how it does hmm. and so far it's been extremely well received we are talking to Skylar and Andy from Cobalt Kinetics we're going to take a quick break and hear from our friends over at Hackett Equipment Hackett Equipment makes range bags. They've got the Big Bertha. They've got their regular EDC bag. They've, they're also adding a rifle bag slash shooting mat that uh, we got a chance to play with. And I, I actually really, really liked the pre-production version. So I'm sure that the actual production version is going to be even better. Very, very inexpensive, which is definitely in this day and age. We're all trying to save some money. We're all trying to get more for less. And that's the thing about Hackett Equipment. You do get more for less. You get a huge bag or a regular size bag. And they will pack everything you need to take to the range and more. Cross Tack actually posted a video on Instagram a while back. We've talked about it before, but it was a great illustration of how much you can actually fit in this range bag. So much so that, Ava, can you even lift it when, when it's packed that full? Yeah, I definitely, I mean, it'll hold all the things, but can I lift all the things? That's the question. It would be like a turtle. Like, we'll, we'll put it on you. You just fall backwards and then you'd be like, oh, I'm stuck and I can't just okay, pick in your legs. Okay, that's great. <laughs> You're one to talk. Okay, that's just rude. I don't even know. All right, know. so listen, guys. If you want this cool-ass range bag, go to hackitequipment.com. Use the code GUNFUNNY. That gets you 10% off. Bam, bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah. All right, let's get back to Cobalt Kinetics. Going back to the 27 again, because I just can't let it well enough be, but <laughs> let's talk about the – from idea. Like, obviously, you had some – you had drawings up front, and everyone was like, okay, that looks pretty badass. Let's talk about actually taking that and putting it into manufacturing. Whoever wants to take it, like, how does it go from that idea on paper or even 3D renderings or whatever whatever it happened to be? Like, how does that process work to go from that to an actual product? That's where our team really comes in to play working with each other. So our design looks great. Then we'll bring in, you know, our rifle experts and they'll say, okay, in order to get this to work well or be reliable, we will need to implement X, Y, Z change. And then our machinists that are fantastic, they're very nimble. So they'll, they'll whip up a prototype in a day or two and we'll, we'll get a real rough prototype and we'll just refine from there, refine from there, testing, shooting, you know, with the input of, all the different aspects of the diverse group that we have around us. We just test, 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 test until we're a hundred percent happy with it. And, and from there it really flows smoothly because our guys are so precision oriented from the get go that we don't really have, 
once we have a working prototype, it's pretty much what is going to be the final product. Yeah, because I mean, just looking at the twenty-seven and where where the stock kind of exists, like none of that's off the shelf. All that had to be invented and then created. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we got a yep. great group of guys here. Yeah, yeah our, our master, yeah, our master armorer spent uh, twenty-two years in the firearms industry. Uh, his revolvers have been on like the Icor podium, like the world championship podium. Like a number of people have been on the podium with his uh, pistols. And so uh, a lot of his input to, for the final tweaking, like, you know, Cliff has the drawing and the concept and then goes to committee basically. And, you know, we have his input and, you know, Steve and other people who are experts in their field to really kind of bring together kind of what you held. One thing we do too that helps is we basically exclude the how hard is this going to be to make factor on our rifles <laughs> you know well it, they're pains to make they take a long time and but they're they're the right way you know a lot of manufacturers are looking at volume we're looking at precision making sure that every single rifle is rock solid even if it takes us three or four hours longer throughout the process to get it there yeah and i was thinking machine time on on something like that has to be pretty high Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it really is. Um, and that's yep. why they're that much more expensive. Yeah. Everything is made from a solid chunk of billet. You know, we're not using extrusions. We're not, we're not cutting any corners. They are rock solid billet through and through. What is it like working there? Oh, it's great. We never get stuck in a rut. You know, we're always <laughs> looking at something new. We're always changing something. We're very dynamic. One day that the next, I don't think we've ever had two days that were exactly the same. In this place. Nope. I was going to say the lunatics are running the asylum. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So, I mean, like just run us through kind of a ba- basic day of work. Uh, Andy, I'll ask you this one. Like you said, you kind of do everything. Like obviously you're just kind of running the whole day, but run us through like uh, yesterday. Let's see. (laughs) Yesterday, I showed up, uh, made a bunch of phone calls, getting some dealers squared away, customer service issues, uh, small stuff going on with uh, customers' rifles and helping like QC stuff and figuring out they got, you know, ammo issues or something like that. It's, it's funny how you will give someone a perfect work of art and then they go and, you know, throw garbage ammo through it. And then I had to run into assembly and kind of help out there a little bit. Uh, one of the employees here, his, uh, son is having some health issues. So we're trying to, you know, help, help keep pace and, uh, you know, help pull a little bit extra weight for him. So he has more time away from work to uh, go help his kid out. Oh, geez. I can't even remember the entirety of my work day. I show up <laughs> and then before I know it, it's time to go home. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah. Correspondence like, no. with you guys. Uh, <laughs> There's not enough hours in the day. I know that feeling. There yep. is not. There is not. I literally am just like running like top speed because I help I help out a little bit with the marketing as well and, you know, bouncing ideas off these guys and getting squared away for today. And then you do a little bit of janitorial work as well. <laughs> I clean up the messes. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I mean, it's only fair because you're probably making a lot of yep, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, raccoon wrangling is a lot of it too. You know, I got to keep the uh, infighting <laughs> playing peacekeeper and, uh, yeah. I love it. Skylar, what are Cobalt's future plans? We actually are looking at getting into pistols. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so that's been a big focus for us. We'll look for us coming out with a few custom pistols soon just to kind of see what works, you know, and what the market responds to. But we're looking at 
in introducing the same level of quality that we do on our AR-15s into handguns. Do you guys already kind of have an idea of the design or uh, like a date when it might be released? How far along we are you with this idea? We uh, we plan on having stuff ready to shoot at Chacho. Wow. Dang. Yeah. We usually start a new project in you know, November <laughs> and try to get it out at SHOT Show in January. And our guys have always come through. And we just did this. We actually just decided what, a couple of weeks ago that, hey, we should get into handguns. But we'll have stuff ready by SHOT Show that'll, that'll be fantastic. Wow. Our so. guys are that good. They work really well under pressure, too. Will the magazine just drop out automatically when I'm done? <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> and... And if the grip could be just the same as the one that I was already talking about, that would also be great. <laughs> That's a possibility too. I mean, a lot of our ergonomics will uh, carry over yeah. into the pistols. Wow. Love, love so, the yeah. grip angle. So we want them to definitely look like they came from the same place. You know? Yeah. Our design, Cliff, our design guy, he's already on it. So yeah, I'm really liking what I'm seeing, and we'll uh, we're really liking the the handguns accompany the rifles in a three-gun competition and so we want to make them both flow really well together when you're transitioning yeah i'm super excited for that yeah me too i, I guess mean, well now i know what i'm doing on range day <laughs> i'll be like first yeah, stop we'll be there. <laughs> if, if we look tired though you'll know why well yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> we haven't slept since november <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow that's cool all right so for listeners who want to find you where can they so on our website, cobaltkinetics.com, Instagram, we're at cobalt.kinetics, Facebook, it's cobaltkinetics27 is the handle. And we have a chat on our website too, if you want to talk to us, you can ask a question anytime. And then social media, actually, you might get Andy responding back to, I was to just going to ask that. He monitors a lot of Instagram and Facebook for us. Yeah, he even does that too? Dang, Andy. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything, man. <laughs> no wonder you didn't want to tell me your title when I initially asked. Because it's like all, right. all the titles. Yeah. Like what I, I changed my uh, my email tag to utility just because I couldn't explain like what I do. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's good nice. though, man. Uh, if you if you ever want to leave Cobalt, uh, we don't have benefits or really paychecks or anything like that. But uh, we could always use someone like you. Around. Yeah, he he definitely seems like he's already qualified. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, guys. Thank thanks you. So, keep that in mind. Thanks so much. Uh, like I said, we've shot shot a couple things. Love to spend some more time with them. And I uh, can't wait to see what you guys come out with at SHOT Show. Absolutely. And hopefully, maybe we'll get one of your handguns sent to us. <laughs> well, yes. Try out. Oh, yeah, know? for sure. I'll pull some strings. I know a guy. Good. Good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> do you guys want to hang out with us for a little bit or do you have to go? Yeah, we're good. All right, cool. Cool. I always love this part because next is the prank calls and that's when Sean embarrasses himself. That I mean, Fantastic. It's, <laughs> it's not really that exciting. In fact, it's terrible. Who are we prank calling? <laughs> All right. Well, first, the person who or the company that sponsors, sponsors our prank calls is Matador Arms. I've been seeing a lot of pictures of the Sidewinder. Yeah, I, I have too. And I love it. This morning, like, did you know it was reversible? And I was like, no, I did not know. That, I didn't actually. either. I like, I thought it only went one way, but yeah, you can re, you can reverse it either direction and, uh, they sell them for $149.99, but you're not going to pay full price because if you use the code gunfunny10, you get 10% off. Definitely. Check them out at matadorarms.com. All right. So we, we already made the prank call. We tried doing them live and it was awful because uh, no one either A, answers the phone or B, responds the way we want. But uh, we recorded one right before the show today and uh, looking for a Halloween costume. 
It's time for Prank Calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Honey! How may I help you? Hello, my name is Balthazar. I was uh, calling because I'm looking for some help to figure out a Halloween costume. I would like to, to dress up as a gun and also have that gun. Um, I just <laughs> Dress up as a what? Dress up as a firearm. <laughs> we can't help you with that, man. <laughs> well, what what firearms would you recommend me to dress up as, and then I could also purchase one? <laughs> Hello? Do you have any ideas for me? Dress up as a ghost gun. A ghost gun? What would that be? A ghost. <laughs> like a ghost? And then do you sell the ghost gun that I could also purchase? I would like my costume. Do we have cost- a ghost gun you could also purchase? I would like my costume to match my firearm. <laughs> have a good day, sir. Hello? What is it? Can I purchase a ghost gun? Hello? <laughs> One moment. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking, how may I help you? Hello, my name is Balthazar. Uh, I was just talking to the gentleman. I was looking for a Halloween costume. I would like to dress up as a firearm and also purchase that firearm. He suggested a ghost gun, but I don't know what that is. The costume sounds great, but how, where do I purchase a ghost gun? Um, a, a ghost gun, sir, is a uh, misnomer from the media, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't um, even know what that was. He just suggested it, so I figured that I could probably buy that. Um, no, unfortunately not. Um, uh, ghost gun was a, co- a term first coined by... Uh, I feel like maybe we got off on, on a tangent there. I, what I'm really looking for <laughs> is I want to dress up as a gun, but also buy the same gun to have to match my costume. I was thinking maybe like... AK-47 or something like that? Uh, well, we don't have any, any AK-47s at the moment. Okay. Um, but as far as dressing up as one goes, sir, that you'd have to go to a costume store. I've got nothing like that at, in the store at all. No, I understand that. I, I will make my own costume. I'm very crafty. I just, I'm looking for a gun that you have in stock that I could possibly purchase, and then I will dress up as this gun as well. Well, if you want to come in and take a look at the firearms we have in stock, sir, you're more than welcome to. Do you have anything that's scary? Like, I mean, ghost guns sounded great, but... Nope, we got nothing in the store that's scary, sir. <laughs> mm, okay, can you recommend another shop? Um, you can try uh, Gander Outdoors up uh, north of the Castleton Mall. Are, are they known for their scary stuff? Oh, they probably got something that's scary. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much, and have a very, very uh, merry Halloween. Thank you, sir. You too. Thank you. Oh God, I was you know, you know damn well they hate gander whatever (laughs) up the street. They're like, send this idiot to them. Yeah, (laughs) we send all the whack jobs to them. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, to his credit, though, Ghost Gun was actually pretty creative. Dude, I was, uh, that's exactly what I said. Right after, I was like, I kind of want to be that for Halloween now. (laughs) I know. I don't know how that works. Wear a sheet and walk around with like a little tiny MakerBot CNC machine. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes. That would be amazing. Or just like strap a bunch of unfinished Polymer 80s to the sheet. Mm hmm. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of Polymer 80. (laughs) Speaking of Polymer 80. So you just completed another standard size Palmer 80. Not yet. I haven't. I've actually, it's sitting on my desk. I'm going to finish it uh, today. So what do you have? What's left to do? Every, uh, I have ordered the parts. Well, I have received the ordered parts and then uh, I haven't even started it. 
Oh, I thought you did. I thought literally you were just waiting on like a barrel or a slide or something. Uh, no, well, I decided to order a new frame because I had the old version. I wanted the new version. Okay. You got, uh, you got like an FDE. Yeah, I got the, one. the Brownells exclusive, uh, cool. polymer 80 frame, the FDE. Or no, I got Coyote actually. Nice. Nice. So it's just a matter of, uh, any day now they're going to release the PF940CL. Uh, which is the opposite of the 19X, kind of like the 19 grip with the 17 slide. Yep, I'm but stoked. I'm I'm just gonna warn you guys right now. The minute you start putting them together, they become addicting, and it's like you're not gonna stop. You're gonna want to make all of the polymer 80s. I don't know what it is about it, but yeah, I'm not even really a Glock guy. I shoot MMPs almost exclusively, but now I've got like three Glockish type pistols as well. Yeah. So if you guys want to check them out, go to polymer80.com and use the code gunfunny. That gets you 10% off. Absolutely. So I guess, uh, real quick, we'll talk about some gear. Tactic talk, discussing popular guns and gear. Love it. Hate it. Find out now. So guys, I think I've actually seen you at this before, the Iraq Veteran 8888 annual range day. Is am I wrong yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah. out. Yeah. No, it's a it's a good time. It's in Georgia. I was just there over the weekend. You guys weren't there this year, right? No, we didn't make it this year. It's all right, me neither. <laughs> I went to New Mexico, Sean went to Georgia, but I'm kind of glad to an extent that I didn't go because apparently it was like record high, you know. It, it was the hottest and most humid that it's been in Georgia in October in about 70 years. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I would have enjoyed yeah, that. It was it was overwhelmingly hot. And so, but I, I want to know about your trip. So did you see anything that was like just mind-blowing, ridiculously cool? I saw the picture that you posted on Gun Funny of the... 3D printed suppressor. Yeah, I mean, and they're not the first people to do that. It's just another company that was Piedmont Cartridges that's that's doing another 3D printed suppressor. In fact, it was so new that they don't even have pricing, availability, anything like that. I just thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. And I love where 3D printed technology is kind of going. I mean, we, we uh, let's see, on another show, I talked to the people who made the 3D printed metal 1911 that lasted 50,000 plus rounds wow. uh, before it even started showing signs of weakness. So I, it, it kind of opens up a lot for the design and, and firearms industry. So I like seeing stuff like that. Uh, that was interesting. Some fun stuff that I shot that's not necessarily new or anything like that. Uh, I shot the full auto Maxim nine. Nice. Which is the suppressed silencer co pistol. Never seen that one in full auto. And that the Glock 18 I've shot a bunch of times, but the Maxim nine, it, the front really raises up on you. There was, there was people definitely having trouble controlling that one. Shot the facts and firearms for uh, full auto 458 SOCOM. Wow. Which was kind of funny because that later that night we were all hanging at the condo and just about everyone who shot it had some, some bruises on their shoulder, like instant bruises. And that, that was a blast. I saw a folding stock adapter. So everyone knows I love the law tactical folding stock adapters. The only thing I don't love about them is the price of them. Mm -hmm. And it's really, they, I mean, they just don't have any competition, but Sylvan Arms actually came out with a folding stock adapter that doesn't violate the law tactical design patent. And I think that's kind of interesting. It's still priced kind of high, 200 bucks, but, uh, you know, $80 less than Law Tactical. Kind of interesting. I don't like it as much as the Law Tactical, but I thought any, any competition in that market is a good thing. And then, you know, it was a lot of the, a lot of the same stuff. This event has gone a little bit away from people recording content to people just wanting to shoot the coolest, biggest, loudest thing that there is. Yeah, I was looking at uh, social media to see if I, you know, saw any like videos and pictures and there wasn't a lot of content. 
I just assumed that everybody was like really hot and sweaty and nobody wanted to be on camera. <laughs> Everyone hung out kind of under the tents. You only ventured out to get water. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty oppressively hot, but always a good time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just like three days on the range in that weather. It would have been I th- I would have been fine with one day. Yeah. I just think three days is a little. It was it was tough. It was yeah. definitely tough. But I mean, it it was a blast. Got to shoot a lot of cool things. Uh, Joe Mo from Atlas Defense had, I don't even remember what gun it was that was the loudest gun that I've ever heard in my life. Just like a little handheld, short barreled. Hmm. I don't even remember. I think it was three oh eight though. It was pretty ridiculous. Oh, Thias from CN Arsenal, they brought an M eighteen, I think something like that. But basically, it's a gun. It's, it's the very, very first submachine gun, and this is the this is one that hadn't been shot in probably like eighty plus years. And they brought wow. it, and they it was uh, select fire, so full auto. They brought that, and we were able to shoot that, and that was just kind of kind of interesting. I'm going to post a video of that today, actually, and. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I love going there. Love seeing all the content creators. Love catching up with all the companies. Oh, we saw the Zero Delta component based aluminum Glockish type pistol that uh, that we saw at Shot Show earlier this year, and that was that's always interesting and fun to shoot as well. But yeah, lots of cool stuff, and Very it was nice. it was a blast. Cool. Uh, are you guys gonna end up going out there again? You think? Yeah, I think so. It's a good time. Yeah. Great group of guys. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. And, uh, I, I do want to thank Brandy and Eric and, and Chad and all the IV8888 people for their hospitality. Uh, super great time. Brandy manages an awesome event, like so many moving parts and everything from the food to the drinks, just everything. Like, yeah. And every you got, little thing. you got like, like gum that was, you know, Tide Pod gum Tide and Pod stuff gum. that had the, the IV8888 <sighs> logo. Yep. Which is, which is always a win in my book. You give me gum. We're best friends for yeah. life. I was like, cool. Thanks for bringing me back some gum. I, I, I did, but I ate it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's read some iTunes reviews. All right. So we're actually getting quite a few iTunes or actually reviews in general on Facebook iTunes. So I included three today because we need to start making a dent in these reviews. Okay. That sounds fair. Go ahead and start reading them. No, you go ahead. <sighs> Come on, Sean. I'm hooked on crack, not phonics. <laughs> Brian N says recommended. So this is from Facebook. Awesome show to start the morning with great information. Like the prank calls bring brings back when I got paid to, to do prank people. What? <laughs> I don't know, but let's, we'll hire him. <laughs> you got the job. <laughs> no, do prank people. I think that he means that he was a prostitute that got paid to do prank people. Oh, okay. So then yeah. that, that means you might be getting laid if we hired him. No. <laughs> awesome guest. Never dull moment. Very AK happy. All good. If you're into that. I mean, Look, we're, we're AK curious, so we're just, we're young. We need the money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not there as of yet. I'm new to the gun world. Just a big guy with a Ruger LC9S. One day I'll get there, but thanks for the great show. Keep the pranks coming. Last one, me, myself, and Irene was effing hilarious. So thank you for that review very much. We appreciate it, Brian. Uh, Drew C says recommended. Tried to leave <laughs> a review on iTunes, but iTunes sucks. I stumbled across this podcast a few months ago a few months and was not disappointed. I get great information about the firearms world without all the chest beating and sales pitches. It's funny and lighthearted, which keeps me from falling asleep at work. I recently attended the 2018 NRA AM in Dallas, where I met this pair at the Manicor Arms booth. They were the same in person as they are on the show, which says a lot to me. Yeah, we're fucking retarded <laughs> in real life as well as on the show. Um, they made me feel welcome and part of the group, which was nice because if left to my own devices, I can become a wallflower. They asked me what my favorite part of the podcast was, and at the time I said prank calls, but having more time to think about it, I would change my answer to that they make you feel like part of the conversation and not just being talked at. 
if I had to find a negative, it would be that they turned me into a dirty, dirty little patch whore. And I now have to sell myself on the streets to finance my patch of the month habit from the Patriot Patch Company. After following them on Instagram, it seems that I need to shadow them at the next NRA AM because it looks like they got all the dank patches. I remember Drew. Yeah, I do too. Do you? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's- Why are you calling me out? Like, do you? <laughs> Just because I'm really bad with names. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Drew, for the re- review. We appreciate it. And it was great to meet you. More Sand says five stars. Great podcast if you like firearms. I think it's a great podcast even if you don't like firearms. Yeah. Yeah. We're- we actually, we've, we've converted a lot of beginners. There's a lot of people on our Patreon that, like one guy just said, he's never, you know, he just started getting into guns and uh, became a Patreon. Love so. it. The, this podcast keeps getting better and better. Some solid information from different parts of the gun industry. Malcolm and Gertrude need their own prank call hour. No, thank okay, you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get ahead <laughs> of ourselves. Just back the fuck up, bro. Should we pick a winner? Yeah. Some gun funny stuff? Absolutely. I, should we? I'm going to let you pick the winner since you always read. No, I want to let our guests pick the winner. Okay. So, guys, talk amongst yourselves real quick. And uh, out of those three reviews, which one do you think should win a prize? You know what? I think the guy who loves patches needs a patch. All right. That sounds fair. Do you, do you both agree on that? <laughs> yep. All right. Sounds Drew good. C. Drew C. You're we're gonna, the winner. We're going to send you a dank ass patch. Dank. It's super dank. Yeah. What, what does that mean? I don't know. It's a gun funny patch. I don't know. Dank. What, what does dank mean? I think it has to do with pot. I, I, I do too. That's what I thought. I just didn't know. If, I mean, we're in Colorado. How do we not know what dank means? Yeah. I, I've never tried to smoke a patch. I don't want to. Yeah. I feel like you'll get cancer. I don't know. I just want five danks. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the danks in my life. <laughs> oh, that, that. You would make the worst undercover cops ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Hello. I would Hello. like to buy five danks. <laughs> Uh, I would like to buy the dope, please. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What kind? I don't know. The The dope. (laughs) The The dank dope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so ridiculous. I mean, it's time to wrap this up real quick. If you want to find us, go to gunfunny.com. That has links to everywhere that we're found. But honestly, become a Patreon if you're out there listening and you appreciate the show. Uh, It helps us do a lot of things like hire an editor. And uh, our editor is Kenny Ortega. But it also gets you access to our Patreon-only Facebook group. Tons of extra giveaways. Yeah, we're always doing giveaways. We do the monthly giveaway, and then we just do once we reach a certain amount, we you know we give away. We're actually giving away a Hackett Equipment range bag once we reach sixty five patrons, which we're pretty close. And literally, all you have to do is pledge a dollar. But even on our Facebook page, I mean, we just posted a funny video of you dressed up like a unicorn, and I'm like an emoji. Yeah, you were dressed poop. up as a poop emoji. Yeah, that was great. Um, so we're always just having a good time and oh, having so interesting conversations. I think you already figured out the costume because you were dressed up like a poop emoji, so a high point. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I like high points. Ish. All right. And I want to thank our $25 Patreons, Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, and Adam Balzer from Charger Arms. And then our king of the Patreon, Yep, that's- that is whoever pledges the most money will say whatever you want us to say. So this comes from 2A Jewels. If you guys aren't familiar with them, they make really nice jewelry. Uh, they just came out with an archery line that includes arrow necklaces, rings, earrings. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for 2A Jewels. Otherwise, if you'd like to place an order, just email 2ajewels.info at gmail.com. And I'm telling you, if you guys are looking for you know that perfect gift, 2A Jewels is definitely uh, where it's at. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash gunfunny. And Skylar and Andy, thanks so much for being here, man. We truly appreciate it and love the work that you guys are doing out there. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome, thank you. All right, I guess, Ava, you have anything else to say? Uh, If I did, I would say it, Sean. (laughs) I know you love it when I ask you that. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you all next week. That sounds good. Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.